Hello fellow town fans and other football fans, whoever listens to this all around the world. First and foremost, I must apologise for the enormous gap between these podcasts. Um, of course, like everyone, uh, you know, personal life has got in the way. Um, but it's great to see Luke Walsh starting up all his channels and his live video casts. You know, with myself, I've tried to, you know, go on as often as I could. Rob Brown uh, from Halifax Town Supporters Club, Luke Ramsden, who runs the at FC Halifax Town unofficial town account on Twitter, and he's obviously been speaking to current and former players, people involved with Halifax Town also, and his contribution for a person of such a young age is just absolutely superb. I think he's going to go on to you know, big, big things. But yeah, as I say, I must apologise for the big gap between my podcasts. We've had a few a few numbers this season, 2021-22, that have come in since season's kick-off. Obviously, Town doing very, very well at the moment. Only three defeats in the league so far. We've won 11 in all competitions. So the first one, uh, which was advertised or was published by the club, of course, was Sam Johnson played his 250th match for the Shearmen. That was at the that was during the 3-0 home win over Stockport County. Um, he's won 102 of those games, drew 70, lost 78. Um, we've scored 321 goals and we've conceded 287 with him between the sticks. Goal difference of plus 34. Obviously a man whose honours for the club... You know, need no introduction. Um, we recently played our one hundredth game under Pete Wilde. That'll be in all competitions: FA Cup, FA Trophy, West Riding County Cup excludes friendlies. Uh, which was the two nil home win over Weymouth back on the 9th of October, uh, and his record in those one hundred games was obviously played one hundred. We've won forty seven of them, a forty seven percent win rate. He's drawn seventeen lost 36 we've scored 147 and we've conceded 129 goals so a goal difference of plus 18 unfortunately the club suffered his 200th defeat in all competitions excluding friendlies but including west riding county cup the various evo stick league cups etc etc every cup that the club has participated in bar friendlies it took 716 matches for Halifax to lose their 200th game and that was the defeat away at Solihull Moors on the 23rd of October, the narrow 1-0 defeat. Of those games, we'd won 344, drawn 172 and of course lost 200. We'd scored 1,231 goals in that run, conceding 838. So we had a goal difference at that time of plus 300 and 72 we also had our 150th goal scored under Pete Wilde's management when Kieran Green scored the only goal in the win over Dagenham and Redbridge um, the following game on the 26th of October 2021 a very very impressive win there uh, for the Shearmen had the game gone on a little bit longer I had a sneaky suspicion Dagenham may have equalised in that game a very very good fellow National League team. We've also got our 50th win now under Pete Wilde, the um, recent crazy FA Cup first round game 
versus Maidenhead United being that 50th one, doing so in his 107th game. So it was 50 wins, 19 draws and 37 defeats um, in that run. We'd scored 157 and conceded 135, so we had a goal difference of plus 22. Big news, uh, obviously at the moment for the club, being the recent FA Cup second round draw, a tie away at Agbra and Kidderminster Harriers again. It's it's another, um, what's the word I can use? It's another tie that to a certain generation of town supporters um, will fill them with a massive amount of nostalgia, myself included. Sure, people of that generation's attention will be turned to the 18th of April 1998, the day the Shearmen wrapped up the GM Vauxhall Conference Championship with goals thanks to Jeff Horsfield in the first half and Jamie Patterson later on, on his, in inverted commas, weaker right foot from just outside the 18-yard area securing that win. It was all, all happened after Ian Arnold missed a penalty against on-loan goalkeeper Andy Rhodes, the penalty being conceded by Brian Kilcline. Anyone who hasn't seen it, and I very much doubt anyone that's on the internet, on social medias, etc., etc., hasn't seen the footage, but if you were to search it on YouTube, for example, or any social media, if you searched for the 18th of April 1998, Kidderminster Harriers nil, Halifax Town 2, you would find a plethora of footage from that day uploaded by myself and others. Special thanks must go to DJ Funke, Les Holden, as he's um, known <laughs> on the forums for um, him sending me a massive amount of footage from that season that weren't seen on the compilation tape that was produced by Charnock Videos back in the day they're all uploaded and are public you'll be able to view them i think there's one video that's nearly 20 minutes long that is dj funky's footage and it's available for all of you to share um i will post this on the shamen.net forum along with all the video links to youtube um so that you'd have easier access to the videos i'm talking about but for those of a younger age i mean we've even got a good memory of the last time uh, we went to Agborough. The narrow 2-1 win. Kitty Mr. Harry is second at that time in the Vanarama National League North. Town third or fourth under Billy Heath with um, AFC file top. I mean, they only had a 4-5, six-point lead on both. Kidderminster scoring early, the 11th minute. Former town striker and lone Joe Ironside heading in at the back post past Sam Johnson. Town coming back through a Tom Denton header and uh, again a very late Jordan Sinnott penalty at the opposite end to the town fans behind the opposite goal. Um, of course, Jordan Sinnott now not with us anymore, tragically. Uh, but one memory along with the little through pass he played for Kevin Roberts in that Charlie playoff final of the same season. Memories that I'm sure will never ever be forgotten by anyone that was at those matches Kidderminster previously beating Grimsby Town who for most of this season have led the Vanarama National League it's Boreham Wood I think currently um, with us however many points behind four or five points behind I mean this season this season's going very very well too well 
actually, <laughs> for Halifax Town. And again, going back to that 97-98 season, I'm going to reference what John Stockwell said in the Trading Places ITV documentary from that time. You know, he was sort of saying things were going well for the club, we were top of the league, we were unbeaten, but at Halifax Town, things have a habit of, you know, going wrong. So, you know, at the moment, we're doing very, very well. Obviously, as I was I was saying, I've spoke on Luke Walsh's live feed with others about our season so far, but it's, you know, we've had injuries. You know, we lost Jess Deborah to a hamstring injury and people have come in. Tyrell Warren's current, you know, covered excellently since Jay Ben's long, long-term injury layoff. Whenever we've had injuries, players have been able to step up to the mark. We lost Luke Summerfield and for all intensive purposes, we haven't really missed him. A very shrewd substitution, I believe, though, in the maidenhead win, bringing Luke Summerfield on when we'd got a couple of goal lead just to basically old man his way through midfield. You know, buckets of experience, just settle the game down. You know, whatever whatever words you want to use to describe that particular performance. Very, very shrewd substitution from Pete Wilde and Chris Millington. And as you can see from the numbers I read out earlier, Town doing very, very well under Pete Wilde. To say that we've had three pre-seasons of, in inverted commas, sort of abnormal pre-seasons, either due to things that have happened within the club or things outside the club's control, you know, such as the, obviously the pandemic and, and such. But yeah, it's it's just, just things are good at the club at the moment. No game... This Saturday, I take it it's a free weekend for any, if, if a first round was to go to a replay. So as Pete Wilde was saying in the Halifax Courier, you know, I think it's a great time to have a free weekend. Just, you know, give some players some rest, assess, you know, assess others that are carrying injuries and the such. Uh, but yeah, obviously getting Elliot Newby for another couple of months on loan is a positive for the club. He's done very well since he's come in. We've only lost one game in which he's been involved. Jamie Cook's progression out in the lower leagues is still going well. That's been extended for another two months, um, which I'd assume you know is parallel or complements and couples with Newby's uh, loan also. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm now 33-year-old, and I know within my lifetime we have got to the FA Cup third round, but I couldn't just think off the top of my head. You're talking 25, 30 years almost since we got to the third round of the FA Cup. I've never seen Halifax Town reach the third round of the FA Cup, and the Kidderminster tie, in my opinion, we could have had a better draw, a home draw. It would have definitely suited us better. Uh, you know, as as I said, they've already beaten Grimsby at Agborough, so we know what a threat they can pose. But it could have been a lot worse. We could have drawn somebody like I don't know, maybe like a Colchester United away. There wouldn't be that much interest in the game from them. And I mean, we'd probably take a couple of hundred down there, but it'd be a, a tricky game away at a team that wouldn't really be interested in playing us. Um, if you understand where I'm coming from. But of course, Kidderminster, <laughs> the very reason this podcast has been produced, obviously, it could be another 
I don't want to say historic day. It's not a historic day, but it could be a, a, a sort of minor landmark in the club's recent history, returning to Agborough, where we won the title. It could be the first time we reached the third round for, as I say, 25, 30 years. I want to say it were maybe, what, maybe 1991, 92-ish round there since we've even qualified for the third round proper. I know since we reformed, we've had to win X amount of qualifying games even to get to the first round proper. Um, but, you know, this is a real chance to make that third round for the first time. And, you know, we all dream of a big team away from home. You know, I, I, I'd be happy. I mean, obviously the usuals, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal. Let's get Leeds away. I think I think Leeds, I think it'd sell out. I think I think their fans would be interested enough to pull in, you know, a full house for them, uh, an inverted commas West Yorkshire derby. I mean, they wouldn't really class it as that, but of course, with two West Yorkshire teams, we'd sell out whatever allocation we were given. I'm sure, um, and yeah, bring it on. <laughs> That's it. Bring it on. Um, you know, obviously we. It took it took us two games to get past Pontefract Collieries, but that's you know that's the FA Cup. You know we conceded four home goals, and you know Wild against Maidenhead and Wild obviously described that as criminal, but we got seven at the other end. It, it, you know I mean how do you sum that kind of game up? There were a few of them. I mean the, for the first goal, Johnson could have held the ball, maybe, and you know Green's headed across his own goal for their player to just nod in at that back post. But, you know, we're in the hat. And we've got a fantastic chance to get through. And I really hope that this podcast is the first of many to do with this season and this FA Cup run. You know, just one final stat before I finish. Sam Johnson is is zeroing in on 100 clean sheets for the club. Without looking, I'm sure there won't be very many goalkeepers in Halifax Town's history that will have kept 100 clean sheets at the club, possibly somebody like Bob Sutter, you know, from um, 100 years plus ago nearly, maybe with a good opportunity to break that record. Um, you know, it's something I'd have to I'd have to check and collaborate. I've not really been working on stat-related content pre-2008. Obviously, we've all got... Johnny Maynell's complete history book from the club from 1911 to 2008. Um, so even if I was to work through all the seasons, it'd be a mammoth task, an absolute mammoth task. I mean, currently in terms of what I'm doing myself, I'm cropping videos uh, just for their individual goals and label and dating them. Um, I've scanned every programme that I own up to last season and this and again cropping and dating and labeling etc that's that's what takes up most of my free time alongside you know every game town play uh, you know i'll input into my database takes each game takes roughly an hour due to the level that it's broken down to i mean the database i've wrote you know i've read these landmarks for this season off even, you know, most of them are to do with the Neil Aspin reign of the club, but yeah, they're all chronicled, etc. 
So all that's really left to say is the very best of luck to us for this second round tie and for the rest of the season and hopefully speak again soon.